0: live uh this is going to be a roundtable collaboration between uh the drunken spear and the rock hound radio so we got our we got our main host from rock hound radio rocky here today we got our marvelous dm from the drunken spear here clark thank you and uh I guess one of your other Dungeon Masters, myself.
1: Yep, so, Cam, uh, you're, you're just as marvelous as myself, buddy. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that introduction. Uh, Hell, yeah.
0: We're going to do a bit of a roundtable, talk about uh, some of our play experiences, some of the things our, character, our, our uh, players have done, some of our DM experiences. Uh, we've been playing together for a few years now, so plenty of things there for us to talk
2: about. Oh, man. I remember... Just like it started like a wave at work, and I'm sure you guys remember this too. Like it was like, Oh, D D and then like three people went to like what, 10, 12? Oh, yeah. And like everybody jumped on the train. How not yep. that many people involved? Is it was awesome it like was. seeing everybody.
1: And it's really interesting too, the people that enjoy it that you would never thought would have enjoyed it. That's always been a surprise to me.
2: So. Yeah Yeah, and like, me and Cam talked about it. You can you'll see some people like Their true colors. Oh, yeah. Or, like, you'll see people, like, come out and do some crazy, some crazy shit that you've, like, never seen. The first time we played at the house, there was uh, a chick that came over, one of, it was Junior's girlfriend, and she stole somebody's bag and put it in somebody else's room and, like, tried to frame everybody in, like, the first 10 minutes of playing. I think you were there. I I don't think I was there for
1: that one, but I I
2: heard about it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I just, like, looked over and I was like, are you, you serious right now, That's dude? crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. people go wild, man. Um, no, I'm excited to just be over here recording. We're going to do a couple little, maybe a little video shoots. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Throw something up. We're glad to have you. Yeah. There, we're starting uh, Well, I'm going to be starting with these guys in season two. And yeah. it'll be airing sometime soon. I don't know. Yep. The timeline, but.
1: It it should drop. Season two, episode one will be dropping tonight or oh, tomorrow.
2: Boy. Yeah. So, yep. it, that'll be awesome. I am uh, just a little little bit of information on the character I'm playing. I've played a variety of characters through, like through one shots. Uh, the most I would say I played here was the Bard. I play. I love love playing a Bard, dude. Yeah, it's, I love your board. Oh, it's so fun. But this time I was like, you know what? Do something a little bit, a little bit out of line, a little bit wild. So I'm playing a Lizardfolk Wizard, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's some characteristics of Lizardfolk that uh, that can be portrayed as really bad. So I found out that they. Like anything, even comrades to them could be potentially like food they're very resourceful oh. and they're like even regardless of like what the party thinks sometimes so i think it'll be fun to like if we get in a battle and then you know i'm gonna be like i want to roll a stealth roll away from the party oh. and just like shove somebody's arm in my bag and then just pull it out later start munching on it so uh,
1: <laughs> that's gonna be fun because it's gonna be interesting how he takes to my character Vamir. my my character's an elf so i'd be easily eaten by a by a lizard folk. That's that that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it'll
2: be it'll be a good time. But uh let's see. I'm playing a trapper background. So, and and being a wizard too, I had to I took the trapper background and it allows me to make a snare, and then I also took the spell snare because I was like, you know what? It's only tr- it's only right if I have both, right? Right. <laughs> but uh no when, let's see. I'm trying to think back. What do you think some of the your favorite role, some of your favorite times were like before we started recording like when we were playing with a bunch of people here
1: So for me probably was the time when I had all of you guys being the dwarves up at the Khagthorum oh Confederacy Oh yeah I forgot
2: about that Yes
1: this oh man this whole table was going wild Yeah. like screaming it, uh. it, you literally would have thought that we had all these dwarves over for dinner. Oh, yeah, it's it, like the it, place oh, is burning it, down, yeah, man. It was, it was very chaotic. I think that was one of the funnest times because everyone is, was involved. Because, you know, certain characters did this. They kind of split off and, and went their own way. We had a few people that were fairly quiet. Right. But when they ended up going, you were one of the uh, – you played um, – As one of the diplomats to come up and negotiate to
2: try to get (laughs) there, and I got twelve dwarves in my ear all screaming. Oh
1: yeah, they were they were tearing you up. Yeah, that was hilarious.
2: That was that was a lot of fun. Those are like moments you wish you could have had like a camera up. Yeah, yeah. You can't explain like, and that's the biggest thing too is trying to get people to understand like. D&D and Dungeons & Dragons isn't, like, what you think it is. It's not like a bunch of, like, everybody hears that, and they're like, uh, you know, boo. Yeah. And it's like, I've tried to explain it to so many people, I'm like, you just got yeah. yeah,
1: like, like Mag- to play. Yeah, Like
2: like Like Maggie's brother. He's like, oh, I'm about to come play with you guys. He's like, I really don't understand the concept. I said, nobody really does, and nobody realizes, like, the fun you can have in even, like, two or three hours, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, it's, it's like... My imagination has improved so much since we started playing. There's, I, I never could really picture anything, yeah. so it really ruined literature for me for the most part because I'd read it and I just couldn't picture it. But D and D helped evolve my imagination to where I'm, I'm like a kid again. And you can tell me a story and I can picture this in my head and play it out. And the people will sometimes look at me like I'm nuts because they'll be telling a story and I'll just start laughing. And it's like I can I can yeah. actually picture you doing it. Yeah, this. you can see
2: it happening. You can see
1: it happening and. That was just a lot of fun because that got a lot of the quieter people involved, and, and they loosened up and yeah, started yelling back there, and forth.
2: There's nothing better than somebody that doesn't really, that's not very vocal, coming out of their shell and being like loud and proud, dude. You know yep. what I mean? There's something, there's something awesome behind that. Yep, for sure. What uh, what kind of what kind of secrets are you holding over there? For give us a little, give us a little tease. What what your just some goals what you got in mind for season two. I'm excited to hear this. I've been badgering him. <laughs> um, I
0: think what I'll be looking forward to the most just because everybody's metagaming, knowing that oncano is gonna be somewhere in the campaign so i'll i'm I'm waiting for the most when uh, I get to throw him in there everybody kind of gets uh
1: Oh, they're going to metagame the hell out of that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I know.
0: And I, that, that, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Just the, the trickster god coming in. Yeah.
1: Just kind of how you guys metagamed me with Regal. You know, you automatically had your, your opinions made up. And yeah, it was kinda like, I,
0: I tried not to, but I was. It's it was hard. so it's hard, hard to yeah. just be yeah. like, I know this guy's going to fuck me over. Like, <laughs> I know it's coming. I know...
2: I know what kind of asshole he is. Yeah, yeah that, that's the toughest thing is like trying to, it's like that It's like that block, right? You have the block between like role-playing and like metagaming. You don't want to go too far. Right. And even if you know something, that's like some of the, what's funny I think in like listening to D&D podcasts is like when a character that they're all recording, right? And he's like, well, I want to come over here and do something shady. And then like all the other characters are listening and then like for them not to act on it sometimes. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's it's tough not to, but I'm excited to see I'm excited to see what happens with with Okano. Absolutely, son of a bitch.
1: Yep, I I kind of feel like if if the cards are played right for Okano, Vemir has a totally different outlook on life than what Torzak had. Thank God. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I do believe that Vemir isn't going to hate Okano. I think he's going to. Um, Look at him as a almost an idol in my mind. That's kind of how that, I feel it's going to play out for him. I mean,
0: it very well might that that kind of fit with yeah. uh, the things that Vamir likes to do, exactly. The, yeah, the trickery that he likes to try and yeah. spread.
1: He's he's that, a trickster, he's he'll rob you blind. I mean, we could. We go do a job and get a full sack of coin, and as soon as he has that opportunity, he's gonna take that coin right off your side. He's like, "Oh, it's a job
0: for five hundred gold. Well, we'll we'll split it two fifty. You go to sleep tonight. I'm gonna take your two fifty, and I don't know what happened to it. (laughs)
1: Yep, and and nobody even could really question it because at the points that I was committing these crimes against the fellow fellow party members, um. Unless they met a game, their their party members would just be like, you know, I don't really know what happened to it. Right. You know, like Sid, what was it? Dalton's character, Sidris, um, who was in the dark tunnel and he can't see anything. So, well, he could see. It was Janessa that couldn't. And I pickpocketed. I pickpocketed both of them. Both of them. I got a thousand, What was it? Like a thousand gold. Just I, in, I don't remember. It, it was, was crazy. Lot. We had so much gold stacked up and. Oh. In God. the gym that he wears on his uh, on his belt from Vosh. so definitely definitely going to be interesting. Dude drive
2: the some of the best role playing aspects <laughs> is when you drive stakes between player characters. Oh, right? I love. Or, it. Or, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'll see. Yeah. And like we saw that very. I wish if there was one campaign, I think that I would love to like record what, beginning to end would have been when Janessa DM'd. Yeah, dude that yeah. that whole arc and everything from, like, us and the Queen and, like, uh Divot and old Ulag over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, and just the the fact of, like, people arguing and, like, just the role-playing aspect. It was gold, pure gold. It Everybody, was. It was just so much fun, man. And that's what, like, experiences like that are, I think, the things that people miss out on when they think of D&D. Like, right. They don't think of that. They don't, you know, like, I've built, so my bard, we've talked about a little bit before, R. LeFleur, he's kind of, He's he's coming his own. He's a level ten multi class bard paladin. I have a very close friend in this, in the city that I reside in ninety percent of the time, and um, I you build such bonds with NPCs and so yeah. you never never would see coming. And I told him I was like, anybody ever messes with you, you gotta come through me. And then I find out later that he's guild protected, and I'm like, well, even better. That's why I love. That's why I love him. Give him all my money. Yeah, but it's just funny that you the things you associate your character with or like the bonds and things like that because i rango the the wizard i'm playing like a life in pretty much solitude so i was a guild member years ago on like my quest to become a wizard um some some odd years ago right probably like early 20s and then i came into the guild of the blades guild to earn a little bit of coin a little bit of cash here and there pretty much just to pay for what I needed for, like, spell book or, like, to pursue my magic. And then I just pretty much went right back to the wilderness. So I pretty much lived a life of solitude, trying to resurface now. But it's going to be interesting to see how, like, I mesh in with some of the characters. Not that I'm going to play like the, I'm just going to stand in a corner and watch. But, you you know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see because the most friends that he's had are, you know, odds and ends, pets that he didn't eat. And when they died, he ate them anyway.
1: Right. (laughs) That that aspect there, the, the whole eating... Other party yeah. members. Yeah, so that our, is just going to be
2: gold. You know, I'm not going to point fingers, but I'm pointing, fing- pointing finger. <laughs> Cam's like, dude, you should try. Like, if you're one, that, I told him I was like, I want to do something kind of weird and wild. Like, I don't like everybody. They always have those. Like, you have the tank, the healer. You know, you you yeah. al- you often have, and I'm not saying you don't need them, but like, I think every party should at least have like a couple of like just zany people. I just kind of you know like. Right jared for instance oh, yeah. playing a satyr bard and he was kind of cluing me in on some stuff he's like well i'm taking like a non-combat approach so everything will, and i'm like well that's kind of cool to role play non-combat in D. like if you can get away with role playing that with magic that's that's pretty damn good right and
0: especially I'm, with how he just played Roderick, and Roderick was a pretty tanky paladin oh, he absolutely. was just right he, in the he, middle of all the combat yeah. trying to start fights with people yep. walking he, up you want to spar with me? That yeah. was probably my favorite thing. As long as he wasn't asking my character. Right. You know, as
1: long as he was asking somebody else. Nine, times out, spar? Yeah. Wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, too, he'd, he'd, he'd jack jack a player up. Like, he'd annihilate him. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had an NPC that was reluctant to spar with him, but what'd he do? He put him in a coma, and they ended up taking him to the infirmary. Oh, and shoot. then he kept trying to check in on him in the infirmary and talking to the nurse. And it... it you can listen to it into some of our episodes, but it was just – it was hilarious. He's <laughs> definitely a character. Yeah.
2: It's – I've seen – I've seen people go – you know what? Speaking of that, speaking of, like, role-playing and stuff, me and Cam were talking about it last Friday when – um, what's his name? He used to work with us. Bryce. Oh, um, yeah. That, the halfling. Yeah. With the stool. Yep. The stool. That – like, those little – like, you could have – The coolest, baddest, most badass motherfucker in D&D. But if you miss out on little key points (coughs) like that, then to me, like, that's not interesting. Yeah. Because you got to have those little, like, it's like little personal traits, man. It's just like the flaws in your bonds and stuff. Yep. I think, like, the, the biggest thing, and, like, even our friend Zach is super good about that. This dude will build characters, and he'll build, like, a three-page backstory, and he hasn't even played half these people. But the fact that, like, he gets so involved in, like, he'll go, he'll make a new character, he'll build it on Hero Forge, and he'll write, like, a whole-page backstory. And some of these things, you're just like, dude, where do you come up with this shit, man? I mean, our D&D Beyond is full of characters. Like, we could just run a whole campaign off of just just, just randoms boy, that have already been, yeah, Zach's created. Yeah, and it's dude, it's, they're, it's they're, crazy. Yeah, they're they're awesome, dude. So, the like, putting that little bit of extra, you know, it's not even, like, for me, like, I want to, not that I want to show off for my friends when we're playing, but, like, I, I definitely want, like, everybody around me to, like, have a good time and be more engaging. Absolutely. But then, like, for me, I'm like, dude, I, I really think that this would be cool playing this aspect and things like that. Yeah. But, man, it's, we've had a lot of, Good times, a lot of bad times. I'm pretty sure I probably almost shed a tear a time or two in this shed.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. What? I mean, there's just been a lot of um, a lot of crazy things happen. Like when we were after what those uh, we were after some creatures in a cave, and I was with Torzak, and I can't remember exactly where they what were they. Cam, do you remember? Um. Um, it was when I killed um, another fellow party member I told Justice I told him I said okay what I want you to do is I want you to go on up and I want you to get out of here get out of here and I looked at it would have been Justice's friend at the time and I said hey you're coming with me and as soon as we got into the dark area I clubbed his ass (laughs) remember the big old hammer that you give me
0: I remember the hammer, but yeah. I don't remember. You don't remember when I did Maybe that Maybe I you? wasn't here.
1: You, you would have been DMing. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. dude, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, hit him with the hammer and killed him. Like, I put him in double digits. Da- like, double, if his health yeah. was, like, 11, he was 24 damage. Oh so, he was dead, dead. Yeah, And everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you just struck down a party member. And I'm like, well... Shouldn't have been being a douchebag. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> I mean yeah. There's, oh yeah, yeah. There's, I do yeah. remember. There's yeah. several yeah. times like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. The campaign that we, uh, that we all played in, and, and Torzak, I was like, I really don't want to have to try and fight Torzak. But if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Like right? we were right there on that line, man. His I'll, thirst for power. I'll tell you what. When
0: Torzak took the final blow and killed Divot. Oh, it it tw- took everything I had to not kill you right then.
1: Oh, man, that would have been an interesting fight.
2: Oh, no damn. Like, I, I would have. You I, got, it, would have been like, it, it took it, everything yeah. I
0: had to not just be like, all right, well, I'm going to kill Torzak now. I don't even give a fuck. It would have been a Godzilla <laughs> fight. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: I still feel like we need to do those fights, the what ifs. What if Ulog did decide to fight Torzak in that moment Yeah, and play it out and see who would win? I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That would be a blast. Yeah, because Art do.
2: wants to be there to put money down on. Right? Me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because I'm betting on both sides and I'm coming out of here. <laughs> yeah. <either way. laughs> uh, because that would
1: have been a hell of a fight. That would have been down to the roles. Whoever yeah, was it, successful it, yeah, in the roles. Yeah, because that, they were just.
2: Yeah, because uh, that's the one thing, too. I built
0: Ulog to be a tank. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. He takes, oh, yeah. he takes half damage when he's raging from any damage except for like psychic. one. T- yeah, psychic damage. So yeah. no matter what you hit him with, he's just like, oh, 55 damage. All right, I take half Dude, of that. Playing
2: playing a high level <laughs> barbarian, we played that as we played a one shot. Um, uh, Cameron, myself, and our friend Zach. I played a what was he level eighteen? I think uh,
0: was he? he was level twenty by the time it was over.
2: Yeah, so I'm playing a level twenty barbarian, and you don't really like. I've never got to play. I think the highest character I've had is, like, level 12. And, dude, when you get to, like, level 8 to 10, you're already starting to become a powerhouse in your own class. And I was playing a level 20 Barbarian, and I was playing a Loxodon, and it was, dude, probably one of the funnest things, man, was playing that Loxodon, just a big kind of, not dumb, but just kind of like, you know, like Dumbo, like, oh, da, da. But it was just really funny. We went into Slay a Dragon, and we ended up, we ended up slaying the dragon, and I almost died. Like we, it was a true, true power encounter. It was I don't even remember what kind of we. I tried to convince one dragon to go kill this one, and the dragon said no. But I did convince somehow these giants. Were they giants or? Trues? Yeah, they were fire giants. Yeah, that oh. the dragon had enslaved. Yeah, and me as a barbarian, I'm like you. You come, us help kill dragon. <laughs> and you know the dragons are, you, you, are. Uh, giants, you know, in my head I'm thinking, you know, he could just pick me up and, like, fling me. And I'm standing here, like, pleading on my knees, like, you help me. <laughs> like, it was it was a good time, man. That, that sounds uh, good. Playing a high-level character, you're like, oh, I can do what? And it's oh. like, okay, here's my damage roll. <clears throat> That's 89 damage or, you know, yeah. I, well, I've seen you cast 100-plus with a witch ball.
1: Oh, man, that spell is so deadly. Yep. At, at level at, – well, I don't even know. Even first level. Yeah, even first level, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but when you start getting into the higher levels, man, I'm trying to think of what level I would have been when you played with him the last time. It would have had to have been close to the level 20. Because I'm going to say like 15, somewhere around in there. Yeah, like I think that sounds about yeah, right. Somewhere around in there. Yeah. And just the damage that he could do with a single
2: strike, if it hit you. It's just incredible. Yeah, that's you, – you, what are you going to do? You know what I mean?
1: I'll have to – let me look that up right now and see on him because he, basically right now with the way that he ended that campaign, and I want, really want to talk to Janessa when she DMs because the goal is to have her DM again that same campaign, but there are some key things that I want left in there. So, like, when Mel goes – Mel and Torres that go to Palerona and they find Mel's old city – and they have the False Hydra there, okay. and we fight the False Hydra. I, I want that to still be there because there was a shrine built to Torzak. See, that was always his goal. His His goal was to be powerful. Yeah. And he believed that within gaining his power that he could use evil magic. He was a necromancer. Yeah. But he thought that he could consume this evil magic and wield it for good.
2: Right. And when it came right down to it. I mean, corruption, man. Yeah. Corruption at its finest. I mean, because I I remember seeing, like, the the turn of events. Like, we had, I think we played those campaigns so, it was like back-to-back weeks. Like, we just, we literally hammered out this campaign. And I literally remember the moment where uh, Torzak had the sword and he grabbed me. We plane shifted. And it was just like me and him, and we ended right there. And I like the whole week, dude. You're like, uh, you're like Torzak needs some time to think. And I've been taking all this week, and I'm like, dude, what the hell's gonna happen? Yeah, like that was <laughs> like heart pounding. Like you can't build, you you don't get emotion like that. Like it's, you you know it's good. Like when you yep. when you take a break for a week and you have all week to stew, and then you get right back in that moment. It's so like, oh, dude, oh yeah, right right in the oh, middle. It's empowering. Like, uh, it really is. Like
0: when Ruick died. And you're like, all right, well, we're going to end it here tonight. And I was like, I got to know if I live or die. I can't yeah. spend all week not knowing.
2: Right, yeah. yeah. That's, it, dude, like, that stuff is, like, role-play gold. Like, D&D gold is, like, when you get that feeling, man. Yeah. And you know you're just playing a game, but, like, you can't. It, I mean, how we spent weeks talking about grudges being oh, held. Yeah. Even, you know, on both sides of the yep. spectrum. But, yeah, dude, that. I just remember that and you're just like we started the next week and you were telling me like, you know, Torzak's just kinda sitting there and he's just you know, he's just strung out on life basically. You don't know what the hell's happening. Yeah. And I remember seeing the progression from like, I'm gonna be good and I'm like, Hell yeah, dude to suddenly like I'm gonna use the bad to be good. And I'm like, uh and then you're like, I'm gonna use the bad and be bad and I was like, Oh, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> because
1: basically when when he was he was tricked and deceived because right. he he was very easy he was gullible mm-hmm. uh he was gullible for the power and when he was deceived and he seen what he had did for what was that what was that god's name that that uh that Elven uh, woman. From yeah, it was God.
0: that I don't remember. I, can't but, re- uh, I do. She had you go and get some like a yeah. virgin, and you had yeah. to sacrifice. Oh yeah. my God, I remember. And that.
1: I I murdered yeah. this woman, and, <laughs> and I <then> basically <laughs> brought the ending to the Earth. You know, like it was over. The sun you was gone. Ragnarok. And Torzak's, like in pieces. Like he 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 stepped over that edge, and the whole my time in the back of his head. You know He was in love with that elven goddess, and he was going to save her and, and turn her, and he knew that he had committed the most heinous act, and, and he, uh, he basically was going to follow her every whim until an opportunity presented itself to save her or right the wrong that he had did. And in waiting for that time frame... So much bad he had done. Like <laughs> oh, so yeah. much. It bad. was it was just like
0: peak of the roller coaster yeah. all down. From all there. downhill.
1: And and by the time it ended for Torzak, Torzak ended up getting godly powers through her. But he wanted to take her hand and in, in marriage, and she wouldn't have him. Uh she went back to that douche of a husband who <laughs> basically <laughs> caused all the problem anyway. And it it drove him to insanity. So he changed. He's no longer a dwarf. He he used his godly powers to alter himself into an elf. Uh, he changed his name to an elven name. Uh, it's Ethelreden uh, O Noldren, and he's insanely powerful. And he would be considered like a uh, a made god. And just to kind of give you an idea on the Witch Bolt level nine wizard, you're looking at nine d twelve. Jesus and. With the way he's set up now, which he's overpowered, obviously, because he's a god. Like, 77 damage is what I just did on this roll. Uh, it's a plus 20 to hit you. Yeah. That, so, you're, you're, not you're, avoiding that. you're not coming out of that without being hit uh, just about every time he takes a turn. So, he's basically impossible with a 26
2: in armor class. Yeah, the... So, that's just unbeatable. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So, here, here's something. I, I think you'll really enjoy this. So, I w- we were talking about this campaign and stuff. I was trying to find the, uh, was it Aurelium? Because the sword was called the Sword of Aurelium. I couldn't, I didn't know if I'd jog the memory of that goddess we were talking about. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here's, so I have a, I keep a lot of notes. I've always, I've always had like a good, like a tradition, I guess, of keeping notes. And it's not. Like I forget a lot. So the more yeah. I write down, dude, the better off I am. Here's a little, we were, what we were just talking about when me and, uh, well, when R, Lafleur and Torzak plane shifted. Here's the notes I have from the day we played. Plane shift with Torzak. Heartbreaking conversation. Loves the dark goddess. What a disaster. Hope this goes well. Not hopeful.
1: Nice. And
2: I, I just remember, like, that's, that's where we ended, and I was like, dude, what am I going to do? Right? Like, I knew that I had to... It was either we go through this conversation. Like in my mind, in that role playing moment, I was dead, or me and Torzak were coming back, and we were going to do the right thing. So, so uh, or like not maybe do the right thing, but like salvage what we had left. <laughs> or I was, di- or I was dead.
1: Right now, see if you, if I remember correctly, then I actually was told to murder you by her. And I defied her order. Oh,
2: I about, I about. I, think, so. camera, but I think I think I
1: remember that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the way it played out. Like Probably. I was supposed to kill you because you had that sword Yeah, and you were coming up on her to kill yep. her yep. And, and she I like missed. somehow froze you or somehow <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. And then she ordered me or, or somehow you failed and she ordered me to kill you. And uh, Torzak had bonded with it, with our, right. That mm. was, yep. that was our LaFleur, yep. right. Sorry. Uh, he no, you're good. He bonded with him so much that he just could not hurt him. Yeah, he was like a friend, dear friend to him, and he just couldn't bring himself to do yeah. it. That was that was actually the turning point where Torzak was coming back.
2: Right, yeah, he was then, coming back, and I re- like that arc. Like the when you get a pl- when you get a player character arc like that, and you like in a sense bring him from one side to the other, and you like like I just felt like I just remember feeling like. I don't even know, dude. It was just such a good feeling. You know what I mean? Just, like, bringing him back. And it's, like, you think back on all the – because I've been playing R for – off and on for a couple years. Like, since we started playing. Right. And he's, like, the first character I've, like, put 100%, like, put the effort in and put, like, the fun. And, and like, to think back on some of the adventures, like, I got in my book here, dude. And, like, from all the stuff he's been a part of, I'm just like, dude, he's been through a lot of shit, man. Like, a lot of – and it's crazy, like, if you – play the the long character game like the longevity or like the parts where you you know you run into other characters from you know it's just i don't know man it's it's awesome
1: yeah it was a lot of fun that was a wild moment that was probably the most immersive moment that i possibly have had yeah in d because it was just like oh it's it, hard it was pounding. it was real yeah it, it was yeah. so realistic And it was just like this was was happening, and you you could picture it in your head. And it was like I knew in my mind that I wanted to stay with her, but I just couldn't bring myself to destroy R. I couldn't do it, and I wasn't going to. And that put me on her bad side after that.
2: Yeah, it would have been – man, I probably – I'm not going to lie. I'd probably cry if R died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so me and Cam have played a little – a solo quest like me and i'm just kind of get bored and like i want to play DD? i'm like hell yeah dude yeah. who doesn't so the guild i'm in red the red mist i've actually worked my um i'm like what third level up in the guild i'm pretty high ranking guild yeah. member. um yeah. let's actually take a little look some. yeah
0: i'd have to look at the ranking system i always forget now uh, the mirror's had a
1: red mist right Yeah,
0: Vemir is, so I think it goes
2: associate, enforcer. No, it's enforcer, and then operative, soldier, assassin, fences, master thief, council member, guild master.
0: There you go. So I think R is. I'm
2: pretty sure I'm an enforcer. No, I'm one rank up. I'm an operative. Okay,
0: and Vemir, when he starts out, is a. uh, Enforcer. Yeah, because what you do is you start out as an associate, and then once you prove yourself as an associate, you get accepted into
2: the guild, into the rank of enforcer, and then you progress from there.
1: Yeah, that's awesome the way you have that set up. Yeah,
2: I I love. I, I'll tell you what. There, if there's one thing that we could just take a second to appreciate, is how good of a story that man tells right there.
1: Oh, it's really good. And look Absolutely.
2: at. I, I mean, both of you guys. Like, I've only DM short stuff. I've never DM like a big campaign. But, like, I definitely respect the people that do, that put the work in, like, the homebrew stuff. I mean, you guys have spent countless times and, you know, look at all the time. I mean, the last time we talked, Cameron said he'd been working on his campaign for two years. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, just the, like, the backstory you guys create and, like, the atmosphere. You know, like, never once have I played and been like, oh, you know, not wondering what things are, like been dissatisfied, and I think Janessa does a great job too. Yeah, I was surprised
1: with her. Oh, man. Amazing. What
0: you pointed out to me that I didn't notice at first, she ran everything off of her
1: phone. She didn't have a notebook. She didn't have a computer.
0: She had the book that had uh, her DM screen, and it came with, I think it's like the Dungeon Master's Guide and a couple of other books. She's and like, that was it. Me, and she ran every
2: run a heartbreaking yeah. whole story just from casually from my phone. I'm like, what are <laughs> you doing, dude? I, yeah. Like, I mean, even when I DM, I've DM some like short stories and like fun stuff. Yeah. And I've got, you know, I got notebooks here. I'm like, oh, let me flip the page. I know it's a two hour story, but you yeah. know, like I'm always not that I over prepare, but you know, I'm, I couldn't imagine doing all that. And it was just, it's impressive. It you, was. And like I said, you guys, the world you guys build. Is, it's fantastic, and it's a lot of fun, man. That's such a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of fun to me to write
1: it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, and my thing is, and we've talked about this, Clark, well, I think, we think about it all day at yep. work, and then oh, you get home and nothing. you sit down in front of your computer and you can't yeah, remember I mean,
1: really a nothing. single you, thing you we need These little about voice about recorders. You know how many notepads that I've stolen off Molly <laughs> so that I can take notes <laughs> <laughs> through the day? Yeah, literally. I believe it. I, yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll be like, oh, that's an awesome idea. And I'll write it down, and then I'll move on, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's awesome! I think I've I've taken like four or five notepads off that poor lady."
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sometimes yeah. do when it strikes, man.
1: Yeah, you got to write it down, and yeah. that's the thing, because like we talked about, you'll forget about it, and it's crazy. And that's another thing with with Cam, and, and I've been doing DMing since 2019, and when Cam came to me and said that he wanted to play it was and then he really eventually wanted to dm it was like oh my god that's awesome because nobody nobody usually volunteers for that right that, that's a big undertaking oh man. it is it's and, a job it's, yeah.
2: it's it's more like characters play dms work man.
1: yeah yeah you're, you're putting a lot of work into it and and i learned early on that you know i've got all this written down right but i try to make my world feel realistic so you're able to go and do whatever you want. And any option is open. So a lot of this stuff that I've been writing down and spending hours on people miss. Yeah. Because when they need to go left, they go right. They go right. Oh yeah, you yeah. can never predict. You can't predict them no matter how no matter how well I think I know you. Oh yeah. No. I, you, you'll throw the one you'll at me never and it's like, be Shit. able to
2: predict the heat of the moment,
1: dude. Yeah. And
0: part of that is you know the player you don't know their mindset for the character. Yeah, that's, so that's the thing. I mean, man. you know that, I mean, I can expect, I know you pretty well. So right. I, I, know like usually when you start doing, when you guys start doing something, I can see the gears and I can see like, all right, this is where this going. is yeah. like, um, when everybody realized Janessa had disappeared. Oh yeah. And you, Joey and somebody else tried to get on a ship. <laughs> and oh, and it was man. just packed full of soldiers and you guys spent yeah. and I, I was trying to like i was trying to like give the hints like yeah. oh yeah it's just full of soldiers and you're like well the soldiers should be getting ready to go to the battle and i'm like no these are reinforcements <laughs> and you're like no they should all be off the ship and i was like no this whole ship's full of soldiers and you're like well
1: why? <laughs> I remember being pretty pissed off after that. And I was like, man, you got to be damn kidding me. Because I really wanted to get back there and, and find her because she ended up going. Was that when she went back and killed the one. What was, was it?
0: Like, yeah, that man. was the one elf in like, it was the like his forest. Uncle or, or something like that. It, it was his nephew, nephew or something. Someone
1: that was trying to put a stop to yeah,
0: him. it. Yeah, it was some connection to Ankano. Yeah. And she. I needed a player to essentially become an apprentice to so Uncle. Yeah. And was she so was the only that. one
2: that fit the bill. Oh, I what a missed opportunity for me! Right? <laughs> and uh, dude, I was when I found out that I was like, oh, why, shit. why pick her? Pick me!
0: <laughs> and it was funny because when I said everybody teleported out, Dalton was the only one that picked up. Dalton and Jared were the only two that picked up that she didn't teleport with you guys and you guys were all doing whatever and she's yeah. sitting there being super quiet. Like always. And then you're like somebody's like, There's four people here and you're like, No, there should be five and you look around, you like you realize he's not there. You're
1: like, What? Why what, what? No Yeah. Yep. She, yeah, she it, it was that character was interesting. She was definitely uh dirty dirty dirty
2: character you know you know a snake you gotta watch it lies on the grass and listens dalton yeah oh yeah oh dude the, the i'm telling you it like blows my mind playing with him because dude he's like he knows he knows
1: oh yeah he does. like
2: he's smart yeah if you're doing something wrong like uh what like a mechanic and he's like nope it's actually like this like i like hell yeah dude like i didn't yeah. know that it he just, calls me
1: out on occasion. Oh, I mean... Yeah.
2: I, yeah, I don't even... He's just like, I think it's this way. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm
1: not even going to question <laughs> it. The DM one. God has spoken. Sometimes he makes me so paranoid when I'm DMing, I'll be looking at him. And yeah. I'll be looking at his facial expressions, right?
2: You're like, am I going? Am and I'm you're like, like, am dad, I doing this, this right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dad. Yeah, dad. Dad, is this
1: cool, man? Or, or, am and, I doing it right? Yeah. And he's just over there and he's got this look. And I'm just like, ooh, he wasn't happy with that Yeah. at all. No.
0: Oh, God. Ugh. Ugh. I'm sorry. And me and him have talked extensively about a couple of different campaigns that he he's got that halo campaign oh up God. that he's been talking about forever. Yeah. I'm looking forward understand. to that. And then That's, he's got a, uh, a second campaign he's been writing up and I kind of wanted to get, include that. So I was like, man, any information that you want to share with me, I'll take some of that campaign that you're writing and I'll put it on one of my moons and then, because, like, all your characters are always connected with your guild. Yeah, like, all always, of his characters are connected, connected in some way, shape, or form. I'm like, if you want to keep up with that, and you kind of want to, like, if you travel to this moon, you can just be like, boom, I know everything here. Yeah. And I'll incorporate that. Like, that's that's just less work I got to do. And yeah. that, that yeah. gets you to share some, you know what I mean? Gets you to
2: live out some of the information. He's like, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm telling you, that guy... Oh, I'm, if there's, if there's one D&D thing I have to play before I die is his Halo campaign. If I don't get to play that, I will. Don't, I know you'll probably listen to this, so I'm playing. You make room for me.
1: He is supposed to do that after camp. So he'll come in and he'll do that after camp. And then the goal is to pass it off to Janessa, which I talked to her. Oh, man, that'd be sweet. She's very skeptical. Because the recording thing, she's yeah. like, oh, I don't know, you know, being in front of a mic trying to run that story, I'm nervous. So I was like, hey, you know, I'm that. nervous I too. Get I get, get it. Yeah. So hopefully um, we can encourage her to DM her story because it's definitely one that needs to be told. It's yeah. So hell funny.
2: yeah. Hopefully this kind of helps, break, you know, because I don't know. And what we've talked about this when we very first started recording. I mean, I, you, we started roughly around the same time. It would have been last year. My first episode went up August 1st. And – um, the confidence that you build over recording for so long. I mean, you still get the heebie-jeebies, you know. Yeah. You still get, like, the, the little butterflies and stuff. Right. But, but for the most part, man, is, like, me doing solo stuff. Like, I re- like uh, Maggie got me a book, and I was, like, reading through, like, some of those, like, you know, tips on starting and, like, solo podcast, like, you know, blah, 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 right? And the one thing that I realized that really helped me is they say, like, when you're solo recording, you can't just – if you have the mindset of like, oh, I'm just talking to myself, like you're you're gonna have that mindset. Oh, absolutely. Right? You're just like, eh, you know, Monotone, blah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You, no, you definitely
0: yeah. gotta talk. Like you're, you're almost like audience. you're talking to somebody. That's, that's They're just not what,
2: talking back. Yeah, exactly. Like you you gotta get that out of your mind of like, there's nobody listening. Like for me, like, well, I mean, being at work and stuff, we did all the, we had all those meetings and shit. And like I was always in front of people talking, a lot of people or whatever. So like that. Like I think, kind of helped me, but I always like thrived off that pressure. Right. Like a little bit of pressure in front of me, like w- which is I don't know why, but like interviews, things like that that I've ever had to do for work. That like, pre like people social pressure, like it drives me to like. I'm going to, like, get past it and, like, be better. Yeah. So, like, when I get behind the mic, like, that's what I think. Like, I feel like I'm talking to, like, I have, like, everybody has. Like, your show, my show, we have weekly listeners, right? You have, like, the people that tune in and listen every week. And then you have people that catch up and things like that. But, like, in my head, every week when I record, I just picture those people in front of me. It's like I'm just, like... It's like I'm at like a comedy, st- you know, Yeah. it's open mic night, baby. And, you know, <laughs> Rocco's headliner, you know, that's what I feel like. Yeah. And I just picture that crowd. And, you know, it doesn't matter if that crowd's two people or 200 people. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that they've, you know, they've sat through it. They've been there. They've listened yeah. and they support you. you right. Know? And it's and it's it's a it's a wonderful thing, man.
1: It is. And it really a huge thanks goes out to those people because for myself, that is really what really inspires me to keep going yeah I don't care if it's one person yeah you no know, yeah. it, it really it does it, it, it motivates me and and it's like man I, I really want to keep doing this because you know obviously you do it for yourself but it's just that added added excitement the reach, and man that, the, the, like yeah, yeah, that
0: someone t- is listening and yeah. it's crazy because both of us on well both channels and I guess both of us because right. I'm on both channels I, I I look at Rocky's uh analytics on anchor all the yeah. time like every time i get on there to look an episode up or i get on a computer and it, his profile's up first i'll get on just to look just to see yeah and we talk about it every once in a while well yeah we talk about yeah. it every once in a while i don't look as much but that's just because i don't have the login yeah, i gotta get you login and access to that but the the amount of countries oh it's that pop C. up yeah. and it's not just like somebody's got their location set i mean it Cause I feel like we had somebody try that. Because
1: actually we did have somebody try that because I went and I told my dad, I was excited. I was like, Hey dad, I got all these people that are listening in, in these other countries. And he's like, yeah, yeah. What country don't you have? And I'm like, well, I don't have these guys. He's like, okay, you'll have them here in the next week or so. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he says, well, I'm going to hit my VPN and I'm going to make it look like that's where I'm listening from. So a couple of weeks go by and he doesn't say anything. I asked him, and said, hey, did you ever do that? And he's like, yeah, did you ever get that country to pop up? And I can't remember the country. And I'm like, nope, it hadn't popped up. He's like, that's well, impressive. all I can tell you, son, is that you really do have listeners in that side of the world. Dude, so, hell yeah. And you know so what? that's pretty awesome.
2: Dude, and I will tell you, like, like Maggie told me this, this was like months ago, and I was so excited. Like, it's, dude, like the, when I, I don't even. It still happens now. Like the the endorphins. Like you are just your brain's like an overdrive. You're yeah. like you spit like looking at your analytics and being excited and everything. And I just remember like sharing it with Maggie and being like, like babe, like listen, like there's people listening here and there. And she, the one thing she said to me, I'll ne- I'll literally never ever forget. She said, "Your voice is traveling the world." And I was like, man, that's wild, and it's true. Yeah, like it's true with all of us, and yeah. it's and it's literally. Like, if I take anything away, like, if I had to stop for some reason, I would always remember that and always feel joy from that. Knowing yeah. that, like, because I try to do it. Like, we all get in habits of listening to shows. Like, in, you know, on your way to work, you have your weekly shows you listen to, right? Like, I listen to several D&D podcasts or Pokemon podcasts. Yeah. And things like that. And, like, I'm, unfortunately, I'm caught up now, so I got to wait. Yeah. But, like... Knowing that, like I, you hardly break stride and go out and like try to listen to other shows, and because right. you, you know you build that habit, and just thinking like, okay, uh, but like thinking in your head that there's people out there doing the same thing, but that you're part of their schedule, you're oh, part man, of that, yeah. you're part of their day. Like yep. I, I always know, which big shout out to our friend Zach. He's one of our best friends, and he's a huge supporter of the show. I always know because I upload my episodes at 6 a.m., Tuesday, Friday. So, like, usually that day in the evening or when I'm at work, I'll check, and I'll have, like, usually one or two plays. Or sometimes I'll check at, like, 7 or 8 in the morning, and I'll have one play. And I guarantee, or I know, it's it's Zach. And I'm like, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, and, that is awesome. And you just, you, you, I don't know. Or, like, there's, we used to work with a, a guy, and I've talked about him uh, before, Jay Van Dam. Shout out to Jay, man. He was in me and Maggie's wedding. He's a hell of a friend, and he's been super supportive the whole time. The people that reach out and, you know, like old friends or, you know, friends, it's just, it's insane. It is insane. And it's it's awesome to feel that way, dude. Yeah. Like, I I can't even explain, like, the joy and happiness and just overall high, like, I feel over. Yeah. It's empowering, man. And
1: you do a phenomenal job like you were talking earlier, you know, how you had to learn to talk with it. Just being you, that is something that's always frightened me because it's like, man, you know, I don't know if that's one of my strong suits. I, to have s- people sitting in with me and talking like we're doing now. Right. That's where I feel like I thrive at. Yeah. So my hats off to you for being able to do yeah. that. I've listened to your show and it's great. I, I absolutely Appreciate love that. it. I like the, uh, everything that you do over there is great and yeah. it's fun to listen to. And, uh, Much respect to you for doing that because that's that's not an easy feat. Yeah, very
2: hard. I struggle to do our Saturday episodes for, and I'm not gonna lie, dude. There's days everybody has a man. Yeah, if if you get behind, if you're a content creator or anything, you do anything vlog, video, Facebook, what, YouTube, whatever, or record. There's days, dude, where you get behind a mic and you just you're not feeling it yep absolutely I, I, i've had 100 like i've had days dedicated to record yeah and i get up the stairs man and i'm just like i just can't do it yeah not today
1: i had that this morning so like i we've got the magic wand um it's it's basically a harry potter wand that shoots out real fire mm-hmm. and i did a review on it because we've become ambassadors for them um so i come out here to do the video and um, I'm just, my hair's, like, all sticking up on one side. And I'm like, oh, man, well, we're just going to roll with it. And yeah. I did the first take of it, and it was horrible. And I'm like, okay, you've got to spunk it up. Slapped myself on the cheeks a couple times. Yeah. Woke myself up whenever adjusted the camera. Came back in and did it again. And and I thought it turned out much better. But right. just not feeling it at that yeah. point.
2: Like, dude, yeah, I don't even... Like, I'm not even going to lie, dude. I don't even record those days. I don't even have a test. Like, I get up there, and I'm like, it's either, like, you know, I I hit it off of, like, you know, welcome back. And I'm there, and I'm fucking pumped, and I'm, you know, I'm there. Yeah. Or other days, like, I'll get up there, and I won't even open up the the recorder. Like, I'm just like, I'm not feeling, not not today. Yeah. Because I don't want to, like, you know, the the last thing I want to do is, like, bring people down, man. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, hell, like, I'm down here just trying to, like, paint a picture and, you know, explain what I think. How the world is, yeah, you know, and like you know, I love talking about games, and I love like I love the deep dives and the crazy shit. So like, I just want to, like you know, who knows if half the shit's true? You know what's fun? Wondering if it is. Yeah, that's that's the that's the reality. Yep. it. Like, it's it's just fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I really look forward to Friday episodes. We usually talk about it beforehand, yeah. and I'm like, I know what the episode's already about, and I've kind of already looked some shit up. Yeah, but I'm still looking forward to the episode to listening right? yeah. to it.
2: Yeah, it's fun. But and uh, then
0: our D episodes go up, and I'm half the time, like even a couch in the kitchen episodes go up or dungeon.
2: Yeah. And
0: I listen to my own episode. I'm like, I can't wait to listen to it just yeah. to <laughs> see how it turned out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, but it's a it's awesome. And I what you guys are doing here with this whole setup. Um, for you guys listening, I will I'm gonna I'm to take a little video of the setup we got going on here. It's awesome, dude. You can't well, you, you. you don't create like this is when so for anybody that's never played D and D, you start playing D and D, right? And you're like, oh, you know, this is awesome. This is really cool. And then like, if you're like us, you delve into like what D and D could be, right? Yeah. And then like that's flashed to like where we're sitting here. I mean, you're sitting in like a super stoke studio. I mean, we got stat. He's got statues and he's got all this stuff around like dragon heads. And it's dude, the experience is wild, man. And I love it. I Thank love the. You. I love what you guys are doing. The dude the i'm excited
1: we're excited to have you i cannot tell you i i want you to know that i specifically i was reluctant to buy a fifth mic (laughs) well what are we at now one two three four five a sixth mic i was like man i even told cam i was like cam i don't really want to buy a sixth mic because i just don't see that that point yeah you know because it it was ultimately for billy and billy's like well i'll buy it and i'm like okay you know and then i finally he couldn't he couldn't because something went on I was like, I'll get it. Yeah. And then I heard that I had the opportunity to get Rock Hound Radio <laughs> over here, and I went and oh, bought a man. seventh mic. So that is how much yeah. that we really wanted you over here Hell to be yeah. a part of with us.
2: That's, dude, I'm pumped, man. I'm so. so And actually, little, oh, I hit the wire there, but little little uh, hint we're getting ready to record yes. tonight. Like, are you guys yeah. ready? Yeah. Season yeah. two, episode one. We'll be one. starting oh, season ooh. two, episode
0: ooh. one. Uh, actually,. Half Everybody hour? should be here in about a half hour oh, and we'll be man. getting started. Yeah, so,
2: oh, well, boys, you know what that means. I'd say we wrap it up here and we prepare ourselves because we're going on an adventure. An adventure. An adventure. I love adventures. Well, yeah, hey, thanks for having me, dude. Um, if you guys are looking, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all those places, at Rockhound Radio. Hit me up, and it's been fantastic being here with you, too. So
1: Glad to have you.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. So you can, what, where can you find, where can I follow Drunken Spear?
1: Drunken Spear, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we're not real active on those sites but we're planning to get that way. Hell yeah! Um, then obviously Spotify. We have a YouTube channel where okay. we do unboxings and oh, reviews. Boy. Yeah. Um, so
2: in, I think I would enjoy that.
1: Yeah, do all kinds of assortments, um, shooting guns and stuff, just a little bit of everything. You know? <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Silly. It just makes me excited thinking <laughs> right. of it. I love me beam sticks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's
2: been great, man. It's been fun. So we're getting off here because we got some d d to play, baby. Hell, yeah. All right, right. we will see you guys next time. Later. See you guys.